Hello, hello. I finally got the pop filter, so now I feel free to just pop an S and F along as much as I like without worrying about it. Now, I must say, you know, sometimes I have ideas and I jot them down for what to talk about, but you know what? The beauty of it is when these ideas just come to me spontaneously, literally that moment, and I genuinely feel like I am just bursting bursting with these ideas lately and now this one is inspired by a recent trip to the barbers by recent trip i mean literally i just came back from it now just give me a second i need to make sure that the laptop screen doesn't fall asleep again because i will not have my content cut and have to redo it again and the laptop has um uh, you know, to maximize battery life, essentially the setting, the default setting is, um, you know, put it to sleep after five minutes of inactivity. And I'm like, five minutes is not long, so I'm just going to set it to never for the duration of recording this podcast. So I've got a confession to make. You know what? I'm nervous. Every time I go to the barbers, I'm nervous. I'm just, I'm really self-conscious and really just taken over by this force that just makes me anxious as fuck and i was sat there thinking why where is this coming from Uh, and i felt like it was not justified and it was just one of those things that you just you don't really know where where it comes from it's just it's quite strong but you just you really just don't know what what is going on you just feel overwhelmed by it and then i had a sort of revelation actually I know why I feel like this. And actually, I am justified in feeling like this. And the more I started thinking about it, the more I realized, oh my God, there's actually a lot of things that I went through associated with getting my hair cut since I was a kid that have, and not just getting my, but just my hair generally, that has built this sort of knee-jerk response of anxiety and, and, and kind of just feeling jittery and uncomfortable for some reason. And it all started, again, you know, just in case you haven't listened to the other stuff. I am trans, and at this childhood point, I was a girl. So the context really was obviously having long hair. Obviously, you know, it's just, it's just, you do not argue with it. It's a given. You have the long hair. And uh, having to to get it cut every now and again, at least. And another thing just popped into my head. I swear, you know, this is actually <laughs> bizarrely. It's a big topic. And, you know, some people might be like, you know, really? Hair is a big deal. It's like, you know what? If if you just are in a situation, if you're living a life that is not bothered by hair, good for you. But actually, yes, hair can be kind of a big deal. It can be kind of a big deal. Um, I looked into the history of hair, specifically hair as a gendered thing that is put onto children that they don't question and therefore carry on throughout through to adulthood. I was like, where is this coming from? And apparently, there is a few sources. One of them is boys being expected to grow up to 
go to war and later work and war and work were the sort of activities that were more practical with a low maintenance hair which is of course short hair or no hair as opposed to to long hair and for the girl side you know the value of a woman and you know how her status as a woman uh, was associated with how cozy of a life she had and how how well off her family was so therefore having the time and the inclination to grow it long and to take care of it and essentially signal to other people that you can afford this high maintenance lifestyle and this high maintenance treatment that you do to yourself was part of that female identity that fe- that feminine identity of femininity and this physical spiritual wealth that a husband would be attracted to and want to purchase for himself having come from war whatever i'm trying to make a story out of it there is no story <laughs> so you know yes it can be significant tell people who go bald that hair is not significant when they are extremely upset by how that changes their appearance and their self-esteem tell women who are forced to get their hair cut by their family because it's a symbol of their femininity and their honor as a woman that hair doesn't mean anything tell you know everyone tell everyone how it doesn't mean anything it, it, it can it can mean a lot and i remember every time i went to get my hair cut as a kid i had very long hair and i have very thick hair i've got masses and masses of thick hair and that's because of my specific um ethnic mix which was a little bit different to the one where i was brought up so the people working there weren't used they weren't used to dealing with thick hair so every time they would just make such a scene man they would just make such a scene like oh my lord you got so much hair oh wow look at this hair oh i don't know what to do with this hair and just make a freaking scene out of my fucking hair you know instead of saying okay i don't know what to do with your hair it just make me feel like oh i'm sorry i'm sorry for existing you know sorry for inconveniencing you with my body you know it's it's just it's a very brutal attack to a kid that's something that they can't help and something that is their physical reality someone has got an issue with you know and i remember at the end of getting my head you know whatever they managed to do to it straightening it for 2 hours or whatever they were doing cutting it just a little bit of course i would feel like okay i'm supposed to feel good about this i'm supposed to like what this looks like i'm supposed to feel good about myself having had my hair cut having had my hair restyled or whatever and i would sort of pretend or i would i would really try to feel that way but i just wouldn't and then i'd get home and i wash my hair and i would just not really be a fan of it really all over again 
and at some points I was um, wearing these headbands to kind of just get it out the way, you know. I didn't want that long hair. <laughs> I didn't want it. I didn't like it. I didn't, you know, I didn't want it. I didn't like it. It wasn't mine. It was. It was. It wasn't mine. I. I would. I would just. I just had to have it, and it was quite impractical because I didn't care about it. I didn't. I didn't see it as part of my identity. I didn't feel. It did not make me feel good. My own body did not make me feel good. Everyone around me was telling me how this is supposed to make me feel good about myself, and this is supposed to make me feel attractive, and this is supposed to make me feel confident in my gender and whatever. And I just didn't feel any of that. I felt inconvenienced and divorced from my body, uh, divorced from it. You know, you're this is what you're supposed to. You know, and it's just like okay, fine, but I'm not living my life, am I? I'm just being a passenger in my body. So I'll just wear a headband to just get it out of the way. Not really feeling any sense of ownership o over my own head and over my own hair, right? And now, today, having come back from the barbers with some fresh hair, short hair as it happens, I now know that feeling. I know what those people were thinking they were expecting me to feel like they thought if only they pushed harder if only they 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 bullied me into it i would get it and it's like no i was not gonna get it because that was not who i was to begin with if someone had said well, you know how do you like your hair then i would have had an answer to that and doing it the way I liked it would have made me feel good about myself. I would have felt good about myself. But a lot of other things happened, you know, between those times. And these, both of these, mm, yeah, another thing was washing the hair, actually. I just remembered. I had, at one point, I had quite long hair. Not, like, super, super long touching my ass, but quite long hair. And it was also thick. And I remember, you know, it was literally, it was a task to wash my hair. It would take easily hours. And I'll be in the shower for ages. And I didn't want to do it. So I remember I used to go as long as two weeks without washing my hair because I just did not want to go through that laborious process of actually washing it but also carrying something with me that was completely not my own and it was not my identity and my image of what I want my hair to look like. So I was carrying around everyone else's expectation of me and that is draining and I think a lot of women who go through this type of thing understand the spiritual significance of that hair and maybe men too maybe for men it's the other way around where having to cut it all the time and not allowing it to grow is maybe a hindrance to expressing yourself and to feeling like you own yourself 
uh, and so this this spiritual rite of passage thing, you know, you see people who cut their hair, and that's you know that means something, and and who think that hair physically carries that energy, whatever it may be, whether it means the way it looks or or the weight of it or whatever, and whether you hold on to that and you grow that or whether you let go of it impacts how you feel and impacts your self-image and your emotions and 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 it can be quite a big deal really so you see you know you see people who are like oh you know you know it doesn't matter it's like if it didn't matter then why are people so attached to it you know i get on the bus and I think all these people feel totally autonomous in their choices. And yet, they get their hair done the same way, just because when they were little, basically they were brainwashed into it. I mean, let's be real, that's what it is. I saw this show uh, recently, The Last Kingdom, quite good, uh, about Vikings. And of course, they had long hair. And it's about war. It's specifically about war, which is apparently this reason why men, boys and men, have to have short hair. But, you know, they were at war and they've got these huge locks and, and they've got this, you know, massively long hair and they've got these amazing hairstyles. And, I'm, you know, I'm not sure about this, but I'm assuming it's relatively historically accurate, not just for the sake of the show. And they had all these cool hairstyles and cool ways of tying the hair up and stuff and... Uh, it's, you know, or, you know, who would dare say that that detracts from their masculinity? They're literally at war. That's a pretty masculine thing. I mean, <laughs> there's these, you know, brutes kind of drinking beer and, you know, as it happens, killing people, raping women. And they've all got long hair. So, you know, yes, you know, whatever perception you have is brainwashed, unfortunately. You know, some perceptions are, you know, let's say hardwired in some way. But I think this one about hair is relatively shallow and relatively movable. And so therefore just, you know, it's a bit like language, you know. A child can learn any language in the world. The brain structure does not prevent them from learning any language in the world. So at that level of, you know, open, open for business people's perception of masculinity and femininity is, is up for that, is up for, for that discussion. Now, moving on to these intermediate experiences between going to the hairdressers as a child and, and, and never having a good experience to then being a grown, being an adult, still at that time a woman, and wanting to get my hair cut. And, you know, I must say, the psychological barrier of even just doing it, and even for uh, straight women who just want to get their hair cut, there is still this stigma of, oh, are you sure that's a good idea? And it's like a big freaking thing, you know, just crossing this boundary, crossing this line is some sort of a big deal. And it's just... <laughs> How can grown-ass adults be so weak at the end of the day, so weak and so scared, terrified of something so freaking... I don't even have a word to describe that. I really don't. 
so naturally I wanted to go to a barber's to get my hair cut because you know everyone anyone that's been to a hairdresser and a barber's knows how if you ask for a masculine haircut in a hairdresser you're not going to get one and if you ask for a masculine haircut as a woman in the barber's you're also not going to get one it's almost as if everyone else is trying to is scared to push you over that line even when you yourself say hey i want this <laughs> i i want that i'm telling you i want this but they're like oh no i'm sure you don't not really you don't want that you know um we we know what you want we'll, we'll you know and they just don't get you they don't they don't give you what you what you were asking for and it's easy enough for me to kind of just walk into the barbers now no one really questioning it but it's not fair because i was the same person and if i was now not passing as male and i did the exact same thing walking into the barbers they might say sorry we don't we don't do women <laughs> sorry we don't do women and i'm the same person i want the same haircut and for some reason you know they don't do you know there's 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 a few i'm sure there's barbers that do of course but a lot of them there's still this awkward gender enforcement going on and i thought you know this is so stu- it's so silly but i sort of remembered a few instances that kind of made me feel so insecure and uncomfortable in in such a mundane setting that really shouldn't be a big deal <coughs> and the first one was going to barbers uh in london just getting a short haircut you know it was all going well and then at one point without i just asked for a haircut i didn't ask for you know anything to do with my eyebrows or my or my 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 facial hair i mean i didn't have facial hair but you know like those tiny barely visible hairs anyway for some weird reason this barber decided that he should also remove like the facial fuzz that i had i think it was the like upper lip area and whatever and i i i could barely wrap my head around what was going on and like i must i must emphasize <laughs> obviously i have facial hair now ha- having taken testosterone you know i'm a very hairy person as you might already know so yeah i have it but i must emphasize before that I didn't. You know, I cer- I certainly did not have a case of uh, you know, female tash or whatever. I really didn't. So, it, you know, obviously if you, if under strong light you can sort of see the fine fine hairs, but I under no circumstances had like a visible hair or anything like that. But for some reason he was like, "Oh, let's get rid of this tiny invisible hair anyway." And instead of, you know, trimming shaving it or whatever, you know, he didn't want to shave it because that's what men do and it would it might appear more obvious if you do that which is unacceptable for a woman so he basically picked up a piece of thread and started threading it and I, you know i'm not even sure this is the right term but it was a piece of thread removing my hair i'm assuming that's what threading is i i really i literally don't know i see these ads <laughs> on uh on some places saying you know we do threading and eyebrow thingy 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 and i don't even know what those things mean right but i'm assuming this is threading that i'm talking about 
and he started. It, it was all right. I was like, okay, this is a bit interesting. I've never had this done before. I don't understand why this has to happen in the barbers. It's a bit weird. I don't even know what's going on. But it was all right. And then at one point, it started really hurting. And I was like, okay, this is actually quite uncomfortable. But he'd already started. And I was like, okay, I don't want to have like half of it done. So I'm just going to just grin and bear it. And it just got worse. And I was like, okay, I'm actually going to start crying. <laughs> and my mother was there. And she could tell that I was actually in a lot of pain. And she had to stop stop him. And she was like, you know what? That's enough. You know, that's enough. And I was, I still, I had not, I had not, it had not sunk in what just happened. And after a while, I just sort of thought, what the fuck just happened? Like, okay, so this guy, for some reason, started doing this thing that was not part of what I asked to do with my hair, the hair on my head. And then it was this super, super painful thing. I was like, I don't see him doing that to his regular customers. I was like, is this just like special treatment for the women that dare step into the barbers? I didn't, I didn't even understand what was going on. Like, he would just, he was so comfortable doing that. And I was like, why? Like, I, I don't know. This, this whole thing was just off. And, and I was so, so, so not into it. And actually in the same, I must have just, I must have just bumped into like a really shitty barbers, to be honest. Um, once I went, you know, I went, I went the second time, or, you know, I went a few times and I had to wait because he had another customer. So I was waiting there for a while, actually for quite a long time. And this other guy who looked like he was homeless, he came in a little while after me and sat next to me. And so finally the barber finished with the customer and obviously I was next. But for some reason he said, um, actually, I know you're, I know you're next, but you know, can I just do this other guy first? Because, um, you know, he won't take long or whatever. And I'd already waited for actually way too long. And then he was like, oh, it won't take long. I'll just do this guy first. And I was like, okay. So he did that guy first. And then, so I waited even longer. I just kind of felt like, is this, is this how you treat your customers? Or is this just because you see me as female and you actually maybe want to get rid of me? I don't know. I just kind of felt like, I'm sorry, am I insulting, you know, is, is, it, is it insulting to you that someone who looks like a woman would even dare to ask for your services? Or, 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 or are you just a jerk to everyone? Obviously not. He was very, he was very accommodating to this other random guy that just stepped in. Uh, basically skipped. I don't know. Maybe there's a story behind that. I don't know the full story. But for some reason, this guy, uh, you know, got to skip the queue and I just had to wait for even longer. I just found that really disrespectful. And I think that plays into a sort of... A sort of a code of behavior that some men have with each other that is loving and respectful towards each other, but that purposefully or inadvertently is extremely rude and disrespectful to everyone else. And I feel like that guy pretty much fell in, into that category. Bad experience, to say the least. And then probably because of that, maybe, or, may, or maybe this was, this was before I went to this one. Um, in the same neighborhood, I went to another one. Uh, and I just said, you know what, just cut my hair, basically. 
just cut my hair short, just cut it, you know? And he just didn't want to do it. He was like, oh, I don't, I, I don't know, you know, we, we, we don't normally do women's hair. I was like, this is not women's hair. This is my hair, and I'm asking you to cut it short. <laughs> it's like, are you fucking stupid? Honestly, what is your problem? It's not as if I am alpha female walking in with three foot long hair, asking you to dye it blonde and whatever fancy stuff women do with their hair. That's not what I'm asking you to do, which would be out of place in a barber's shop with you doing it. That is not what I'm saying. Are you listening to what I'm saying? What I'm saying is I'm walking into this barber's with the knowledge that you do men's hair. I want that. Do my hair. It's like, <laughs> what the fuck? How is, how, why can't you do it? You know, and I feel like they just don't believe that I actually want that. They're kind of like, oh no, I don't want to be the one to, I don't know, uh, take away your femininity or like break your femaleness. You know, it's like, what the fuck are you on about? Um, and just really othering experiences, othering when when you yourself see a group and you know you belong there you know i see this group of guys getting their hair cut i want my hair cut i'm going towards them hopefully to be welcomed and get my hair cut and then they're kind of like no and it's like okay go fuck yourself you know and it's especially it's especially ridiculous to experience this sort of thing as the same person because obviously most people don't get this. You know, they, they, they can imagine what it's like to, if I was a man, if I was a woman, they can sort of imagine it. But few people actually literally experience it. And I'm one of those people. So for me to be, to be the same person and to have just happened to be treated as a female or as a male in similar situations sometimes by the same obviously not by the same people but by the same people by people in the same positions and see the difference is surreal it's like i'm just stepping into a parallel universe and in this universe i walk into the barber shop and i get my hair cut and 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 the guys are like see you later mate and i was like see you later and in that parallel universe I walk into barbershop, I'm told, no, we're not going to cut your hair. Or, or they do cut my hair. And they don't do it in the, right, in the same way or in the right way. Or they do something different. Or they just casually decide to, like, torture my face for some reason. <laughs> and, 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 and they act disrespectfully towards me. And kind of get, get all uncomfortable with it. And I'm just like, you know what? If only you knew, if only you knew, and, and it's just like, is this really how people treat each other? It's like, it's so heartbreaking. It is so fucking heartbreaking. And it's easy enough for me now to take it for granted and not care and say, you know, whatever, I've transitioned. This is, I've achieved my purpose. I don't need to give a shit anymore. But I think, why not? You know, do I not give a shit about that version of myself in the past that had to go through that? Do I not give a shit about the people at present who have to go through that? You know, if if a woman walked through through the door and said, I want this done, and they were like, no, sorry, we, we don't do that. 
how would that make me feel? It's not really a case of kind of making things better for yourself, but also, you know, spreading that with others and, and opening the door for others and not just thinking, I went through some shit, mm, I've moved on from that, but thinking, okay, if I have moved on from that, what can I do to make sure that it doesn't have to happen to someone else in addition to it not happening to me? I'm making it seem like that. I mean, you know, this is an episode about hair, okay? This is not my life. You know, it's just, it seems like a big deal for this episode specifically. I thought it would just be interesting because it's, because it's real, you know? So I sit there and I think, I've got this anxiety. I don't know why. Why am I anxious? And then I remember these stories and I think, actually, that's why I'm anxious. I'm quite within my rights to be anxious in that situation. And no one can really tell it's kind of a hidden thing it's just completely going on inside of me and I'm just honoring it by sharing it and I'm honoring it by remembering it and by um, reflecting on it so that if I go through these feelings and reactions and thoughts at least I know why I think that's important. All right. Catch you next time.